You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of WholeNineSports.com. You can find all of my written work. Uh, If you're listening on Saturday or if you're observing on Friday, happy Juneteenth. Today we'll talk about the latest news surrounding Colin Castleton. Um, why I don't want Elijah Blades to come to Florida, and which school is named Linebacker U, no matter how wrong it is. Thank you to the people who left a review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And Join Lockdown NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks, which likely going to be at least a Gator, hopefully multiple. Uh, follow the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. As promised, today's episode is going to start off with Colin Castleton. Uh, the big man who is a, I don't know why I said it like that, like he did something wrong, <laughs> but like, like I'm like a superhero villain or a super, a movie super villain. Jeez. All right. Colin Castleton, uh, former Michigan big man transferred to Florida, um, had, had a pretty, a solid year. I'll say, uh, I have, I don't really have qualms with his play this year. I actually liked him a lot. Um, he then like declared for the draft, kinda. He did what you're allowed to do in basketball. Uh, you could declare for the draft, but as long as you don't hire an agent, you're cool to come back. Um, so that's what he did in March. Um, he, as I came out earlier today, now yesterday, uh, Colin Castleton was not invited to either the NBA or G League Combine. Uh, Trey Mann and Scotty Lewis, the other two Gators that did declare for the NBA draft and both hired agents and cannot come back, they were both invited to the NBA Combine. Uh, Again, Colin Castleton was not. He would be entering his senior year if he chooses to come back. Uh, I mean, it's always been that he could declare for the draft, and if he doesn't like the grade that he receives... Um, or the feedback he receives from the NBA, then then he can go back to uh, he can go back to school. Um, I I think he's gonna come back to school just based on uh, based on the fact that he didn't get an invite from even the G League, which is uh, if you don't know, it's like the developmental league for the NBA. Um, so yeah, he he didn't get invited to that, so it's likely to me at least two options. He comes back to college, or he goes overseas. He has until July 7th to announce his decision to return to school or go pro official. Or maybe not announce it, but at least to, you know, file the paperwork that he's coming back uh, or go pro officially. He could, you know, keep going with his chance at maybe getting an NBA spot or a spot on the NBA roster somewhere, but 
I'm not super sure how likely that is, given that he's not getting invited to anything. Like, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a bit worrisome that he didn't get an invite, no matter how much we like him. His play style just, there's not a ton of room for it in the NBA, which is one of the reasons I think he might go pro. Um, 10 years ago, sure, he would have been a fine fit, but post game is at an all time low right now. Uh, points in the paint are great still because driving, but po- yeah, post games as irrelevant as it's ever been. Uh, and so I'm not sure if there's really a spot for Colin Castleton. He's not a three point shooter. <laughs> like he, he hasn't made a three in his career. So he, he's not a three point shooter. He just doesn't present much for uh, offensively outside of the paint, which is why I think he's not getting a ton of interest. Um, so yeah, it's a possibility that he goes overseas. Uh, he could stick with college, which I think he should do because at the very least, you know, just further your education if just in case it doesn't work out, uh, he could still stick with the NBA, try to make it there again. I don't think there's a ton of space for him or his play style. Um, but yeah, he's got until July 7th. I th- I mean, it's unfortunate to say we've seen a lot of Florida Gators go overseas, and they typically find success. Um, Scotty Wobecken went to the NBL, I believe, in Australia, and I'm pretty sure he won, like, uh, maybe not MVP, but I'm pretty sure he won, like, Rookie of the Year, and he's won multiple awards, and he like had, like, a great career. I could be completely wrong. Uh, Kenny Boynton's been a bit of a journeyman, but obviously like a, a lengthy career because it's been about a decade now. Uh, Kevon Allen is in Belgium, uh, and then, and then there's guys like uh, like I guess Patrick Young would be like one of the best cases that could match up with Colin Castleton because they're they're similar play styles, but they got things done in different ways. Um, like Patrick Young is obviously like dude's brolic. Um, so yeah, that guy's just insanely built. Um, and he was a bit of a throwback kind of guy, but even he, he worked out for, uh, I think he worked out with the Pelicans and he might've been on the Pelicans roster for a little bit, but, uh, he, he never really did anything of note in the NBA. Uh, he then went to Europe to play, uh, he, I know he was in Turkey and I think Italy, and I think that's it. Um, sorry, Patrick Young is one of my favorite Gators, so so I, I, I tend to just ramble on about him and his uh, successes and his career. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of like, the point is that, sure, you can play professional basketball. I don't know how much money they make playing European ball, so I can't even say whether or not it's like great for them or bad for them, whatever, but like, you you could play pro basketball, and if you're doing it, it's your passion. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm sure they make a living wage at least. So there's that. Uh, so yeah, it, it's like there's just not a ton of things that Colin Castleton can do offensively, unless he unless he spent this time really working on a jumper. Um, then that that's great for him. But uh, yeah, I just it sucks because I think he'd be great coming back, especially with all the new additions to the roster just like that that we really need uh someone who's consistent and knows the system and can help this guy can help this roster kind of gel back together because it's just we lost half of it so uh that's just 
Oh my god, it's so 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 mind-boggling how we lost everyone. Um, but Colin Kasten coming back would be a huge piece to that, especially because C.J. Felder would then not have to play a big man role, which we know he kind of uh, struggled at at Boston College, and that's one of the reasons he left Boston College, so he didn't have to play a big man spot. So Colin Kasten can fill that while we go with the, obviously, just smaller ball that goes throughout uh, all levels of basketball now. So I think that Colin Castleton should come back. That's not even speaking as a Gators fan. Like I, I think this is the best decision for him to further his education and to maybe help his uh, his pro prospects if he can work on a jumper a bit. Uh, maybe show off just a little bit more defensively. I mean, he's a great shot blocker. No doubt about that. I'm not taking that away from him at all. King. But uh, yeah, you, you kind of got to present something offensively unless you're as dominant as someone like Rudy Gobert is in the paint then it's different. But as we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Um, not going to talk about the DM I got there the other day. Thank you. Uh, Bilt Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Bilt Bar champion coconut brownie chunk. Personally though, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like I do, my girlfriend just texted me if I want ice cream, and I'm gonna say yes, even though I shouldn't, but that's no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and of course, like I'm gonna keep saying this part, most importantly, to me at least, uh, that, that's gross too, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, one five to get 15 percent off of your next order at builtbar.com for the second segment today uh i mentioned it earlier i don't really want elijah blades to come to florida if you don't know elijah blades uh he's a texas a&m corner i'm gonna go through his uh his his recruitment history i guess i'll say at this point uh, or not even recruitment history just like his commit and all that stuff because uh yeah plural um by a lot <laughs> uh so elijah blades when he was coming out of high school um in- initially because it was uh five years ago is when he first is when he laid his first commit um he was six to one 172 uh 170 pound corner uh out of pasadena california and he Oh my god. Okay. He committed to Florida in 2016, almost 5 years ago to the day. This Tuesday will be 5 years ago, which is why if he comes to Florida, I think he'll do it Tuesday to be like a gimmicky kind of thing, which he should stay away from. He should just try to get better. But I digress. He then decommitted from Florida to commit to Nebraska. Uh now keep in mind this one these were about 8 months apart. So a lot can happen in 8 months, especially when you're in high school. Uh, he ultimately ended up having to go to a junior college after being, I think, academically ineligible. He went to Arizona Western College. Uh, and then in 2019, or in the 2019 football season is when he was coming back, he had committed to Oregon. Then he decommitted from Oregon to commit to Texas A&M. Um, he would play for the Aggies in 2019 he 
it, okay, I'll get to this later, but he was a rotational guy. He had 19 total tackles, two and a half tackles for a loss, one and a half sacks, three passes defended in seven games in 2019. Okay, we get that. Got it. Good. Sweet. Awesome. He was, so we can agree, rotational. Um, he then opted out of the 2020 season for some reason. Uh, and then last week, I believe it was June 10th, uh, he announced he would enter the transfer portal. Cool. Um, today, he is scheduled to take his official visit to Florida. Um, okay, here, here we go. Here's, here's where I got to be like the rude part about it, because I feel like you guys know I generally try to remain optimistic about players, teams, just, just the future. I try to remain generally optimistic about and Elijah Blades, if he chooses to be a Gator, I will be optimistic about. Always hope for the best, prepare for the worst. But here's the thing about why I see people get really excited on Twitter and on the Florida Gator subreddit and all that stuff about Elijah Blades and the possibility of him coming and coming in and making this secondary, helping uh, boost them up and bolster them and make them fantastic and make them so great and so good and blah, 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 blah. Of course. Um... But I'm going to temper those expectations because I am not going to get excited for him. I would be more excited if he was a high school recruit coming out now. But I am not going to get excited for someone who, frankly, I would rather keep the guys we have on roster at this point because yeah, we have no idea what to expect from Elijah Blades. Uh, if he chooses to come to Florida, he hasn't played since 2019. In 2019, he was a rotational guy. So he hasn't been a legitimate starting corner since 2018 when he was playing Juco, which no disrespect to Juco, but it's not the SEC. So that's one of my things that there's just, there's so many question marks that I think halfway through June, when the season starts in two and a half months, I think you're really pressing it if you think you're going to get someone who can contribute right now. And that's really what you're looking for with these transfers. You're looking for someone who can contribute. Now, we've got great young guys on the roster. I realize there are a lot of question marks there. But you know what else I realize? Those guys have gone through last season with us. Those guys have gone through spring ball with Florida. They're not just jumping off their couch, coming here. I'm sure Elijah Blades is working out. He's not necessarily jumping off his couch, but he hasn't played meaningful football since 2018. Juco is still meaningful. He's just not playing high-level football. He hasn't played high-level football ever, really. Like He was in high school before that. This is essentially a guy who graduated from high school three years ago and is now going to play a meaningful college football like he of course texas a&m 2019 good team still but he wasn't starting and playing consistently and all that stuff so that's why i'd rather just roll with the guys we have on roster again i try to be optimistic especially about transfers and incoming recruits but i'm out bro like <laughs> he hasn't played since he hasn't played any football since 2019 meaningful football since 2018 high level sec football consistently ever in his life so i'm 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 out right now like he's got if he comes in like great i'll give you a shot but i'm not about to get excited for someone that is nothing but question marks for me right now 
like that's very difficult for me to shut down like looking at a corner especially because i mean i played corner i played safety so i i love dbs but like dude <laughs> like, like you just haven't played meaningful football in so long and i'd rather not bring in a what a, tw- a 21 year old who hasn't played in a couple years now so i'm just i'm just gonna say no to it uh if he comes in great dope awesome for you and i'll be happy and i'll 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 get my expectations somewhere higher than they are now, and I'll be a bit more optimistic. But, like, honestly, I'd rather have the guys we have on the roster that have experience with this team. Like, there's no gelling necessary. They're already here. They're already experienced. They've already been working on chemistry, and they've been learning the system. So why why would we add another guy that's just equally unproven, actually, even more unproven to Florida, needs to learn everything, and it's two and a half months from the season starts. Count me out. But I think the Gators ever shot at the Natty this year. <laughs> if you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 3,300 odds. And I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows. TV shows and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And I do mean anything. I told you guys excessively about the royal family and the royal baby bets. Like you could have been, you could have been making your money, but if you didn't, you didn't. Sucks for you. Not too late though. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space, O N. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, or GameStop, Dogecoin, whatever, uh, Elon coin, or whatever he called it. <laughs> Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And like I revealed on Wednesday's episode, I can't say I don't even have a car anymore because I do have a car, although I don't necessarily... uh, I wasn't super stoked about it, but it's here now. Um, But hey, a while ago I wanted to get familiar with the website and it seriously shocked me how smooth the experience was. If I ever need anything, I'm obviously going to use rockauto.com, whether it's brake pads, taillights, um, hydraulics. I might throw throw some spinners on my shiznit. Um, Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and get everything delivered directly to your door. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Buck? So they know exactly who sent you. <sighs> to wrap up today's show, we're going to talk about something that peeved me a little bit when I found out earlier today. Um, we were in a meeting, and I found out, and I was in a meeting with, uh, with the host of this show, because obviously I'm talking about linebacker you now, which school got voted it. And I knew it wasn't going to be Florida. But genuinely, I think Florida should have won over this school. This school got voted on name alone. Uh, It's not Alabama. Don't worry. Uh, They're not going to win everything, although they made a much better case than this school. According to the votes, Penn State 
is linebacker you. Um, I'm still pretty convinced that this poll was taken in 2009 when that would have been a solid answer. Um, but she should is that is an ugly answer to say in 2021. Like that is just so dang bad. Like it's sorry, it's genuinely just god awful. Um, like can we talk about who Penn State has in the NFL? I know I talk about Florida being a place like they get guys to the NFL even if they're not stars, they stay there, they have lengthy careers. Like that's that's cool, that's cool. Um, using that argument, Florida would still have a better case than Penn State. Penn State currently has in the NFL two rookies, a guy who graduated in 2018 but hasn't played a snap in the NFL, uh, despite being on rosters, a third stringer in the New York Giants and Cam Brown, and a linebacker fullback hybrid in Jason Cabinda. That's who they have in the NFL. And you want to tell me that's linebacker you? That team is linebacker you? Get out of here. Nah, I... I I refuse to accept this. I've been going off about it since we found out. I've been making fun of them for it. Uh, that's it's it's just so bad. Like it's genuinely just so awful. Um, and I I firmly like I know I made fun of Florida saying that like we shouldn't win linebacker. You we have no legitimate case to do so. I still stand by that point. But if Penn State can get it. Florida should have gotten it over them. Penn State got it because they used to put guys into the NFL with relative consistency. Now, no, 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 no. <laughs> they just don't do it. I'm sorry. Sure, they've put out super... Like, Paul Pazlesny was one of my favorite linebackers of all time when he was playing. Or he was one of my favorite linebackers in the NFL when he was playing. But that's, that's so long ago, man. Like, he, he has no right to be or Penn State has no right to be linebacker. That's just that's just sorry. Uh I still think that no matter how much I hate them if I, if we're being realistic and if we're being unbiased in this voting process, I still think it should have been Georgia. Um ugh, the fact that it was Penn State is just honestly just so disgusting. But hey, hey, it is what it is. Um that that's my issue. I don't have an issue with Penn State uh, football necessarily i do have an issue with the voters i'll say that <laughs> but that about does it for today's episode of locked on gators join me friday um no oh, wow it is friday whoo yay join me monday actually thank goodness um <laughs> i'm not going to commit who will be here and when you know yada yada, yada. i can say that i've nailed down uh two two interviews i believe for next week um, which should be up on the Wednesday and Friday episodes. So I'm not sure if I'll get something this weekend. I'm still trying, but who knows? Uh, once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. It is W-H-O-L-E and I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Lit- uh, Nittany Lions, hosted by Kevin McGuire, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I know that I just gave them a ton of, you know, but like I don't blame Kevin for the mistakes made by position group voters. Uh, and Lockdown Nittany Lions is a legitimately 
great show plus florida has transfers from penn state in both football and basketball now so like it's like florida's minor league team um <laughs> today on the locked on today podcast raise your hand if you thought the atlanta hawks would be up 3-2 on the 76ers um i'm like semi raising my hand because i didn't necessarily think they would be because i don't know jack squad about the nba outside of like my favorite teams and players but i know that i hate the sixers and i hate the hawks less so i wanted them to be but get more of the sports news you need in less time with the lockdown today podcast follow the lockdown today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts